There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you'll only look Then you will see On WCN-TV Mike Heath, and this is WCN-TV live stream, WCNTV.net stands for Wisconsin Christian News Television, and this is interactive TV or live streaming on the internet, and we do have a growing studio audience. It's, it's still a bit small, but I want to introduce some of our faithful uh, folks, at least one of them. Harry, can you unmute and come on in here and say hello for, to us for just a minute before we get to our honored guest? Uh, who's who we're going to uh, skewer today? No, I'm kidding. But you want to stay. You want to stay tuned. Harry, come on in here and say hello. You and Hadassah. But before Jonathan came on, we were the honored guests. What happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? So, so look at folks. I want you to look at this. We've got it up on this on the screen. Harry and Hadassah. Look, they can join with us from their kitchen. You can join with us from your living room or from wherever you are. You can join with us, and we want this to be interactive. So. Harry and Hadassah, I want to encourage you to interact with our guests, ask them questions or make points as we're moving along. And don't feel you have to, I mean, you can put up your hand if you want. There's a, this technology thing in this little app. You that allows see you. that. It, it, see, see that? You can put up your, you can pu- push that and you can put up your hand and then I'll know that you want to talk, but you don't even have to do that too. And if there's some other guests in here, but I, I, I don't know them uh, uh, well enough to embarrass them like I just did Harry and, and Hadassah. <laughs> by showing you all their, their kitchen. But uh, we want more people to join, be part of the studio audience, because you know what we're about here, folks, is truth. And we are unafraid of controversy. We are unafraid of it, unafraid. I'm telling you, we are so sick to death of this uh, digested, I, I almost, you know, this, di- this, this bile that uh, comes through the media now, and they call it news at CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, this, this, uh, what Donald Trump called, uh, rightly, I believe, fake news, fake news. We're so, we're all so sick to death of it. 80 million people, uh, follow and support and feel encouraged in so many ways in their humanity by this man, uh, Donald Trump and that idiot at Twitter, Jack Dorsey, deletes the president of the United States of America. We're never going to forget that, folks. We're never going to forget it. And big tech is never going to recover from that either. Florida just passed a law, and Florida, DeSantis, is coming for you, Jack. (laughs) 
he's coming for you, DeSantis is. And after that, he's going to become president. And you ain't going to like it one little bit. So anyway, we're going to talk to another governor, uh, governor, not Governor DeSantis from Florida, but we're going to talk to uh, the up-and-coming, youthful, young Jonathan Wickman from the great state of Wisconsin has agreed to be our guest on WCNTV.net live stream. Sorry, I was distracted. My computer just screen just was doing its thing, going blank and whatnot. So, Jonathan, Sorry. welcome to WCNTV.net live stream. Thanks, thanks for having me, Governor Mike. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm actually a candidate for governor too. I started in January, but you told me, Jonathan, that. You, I, I'm a candidate for governor of Maine, and Jonathan is a candidate for governor of Wisconsin. And under the new voting rules uh, of the communist left, uh, you can vote for both of us as many times as you want. All you need to do is get a hold of one of them ballots that they're just going to start mailing willy-nilly all over the world. So, mm -hmm. hey, you know, it's, it's, it's an open season on voting, I guess. It's true. <laughs> So, Jonathan, thank you for putting yourself out there, become uh, getting into the uh, the, the shark uh, pool of politics. And uh, you're you're young, and uh, why aren't you hiding, Jonathan? Why aren't you hiding? And and, and why aren't you thinking that our, the world is coming to an end? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I guess my story backstory is I've been raised a, fi a fighter, really, ever since I was young. I uh, really have been fighting for my life. I had severe asthma at age five, uh, suffered a, a mild vax injury from the MMR vaccine, which left me with slight mild uh, Tourette syndrome of mus whoa, 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 the muscular. Wait. No, wait a second, Jonathan. Wait a second. Mm, yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You, you, so, vaccine in, no vaccines don't injure people jonathan <laughs> i know we have you to got, trust the, we have to trust the science right you trust come on now so, but so you're a living walking example of of what happens when it goes wrong huh yeah, i am and i really that's why i think the timing is so divine in a way that uh, you know god's making this all happen because think about what this whole world what you know went under in the last year is all under the pretense of a virus and of course now it's their magical vaccine that's going to supposedly get us back to normal what crazy better way to have a candidate who actually had the you know terrible experience uh, of being you know vaccinated injured by a vaccine and had to live his entire adult life with this injury and decide what he's going to make, you know, make from his life. Right. I could have been hiding away, like you said, and let the bullies overcome and say, Hey, there's no hope for me. You know, I'm not normal per se. What am I going to do in life? Right. But mm. instead I, I took this supposed weakness and I turned it into a strength and I'm here being a voice of reason and common sense in Wisconsin fighting about uh, fighting against globalism right now. And that's and what this is. Right. And Jonathan, you're, you're not alone in that. There's men and women all over the world who do that every, who are doing that all the time. But we don't, why is it that we've gotten to the point in this world where the only people who become celebrities are the, are the ones of a certain color who decide to burn down police stations and cities? That's a great question. I think it's, I think it's by design, you know, um, yeah. we, we understand what the media's agenda is, you know, here. And uh, the, the biggest thing I got, you know, going into this, uh, campaign is so many people, I, I respond to so many messages. I, I'm not sure if you, you see that, but comments on Facebook, you know, inbox messages. I'm, you know, I literally can spend three hours a day just responding to people. And that's, that's on purpose. I really care about my fellow citizens of Wisconsin. Obviously, you know, that's why I'm working 12 hours a day, uh, to, to give back here and try to save our state. 
Um, and so, you know, all these things that people saying, Hey, I, I've been feeling alone. It's so great that you came on the scene because what you're saying, I resonate with, but I've been too afraid to say it out loud. Isn't that great. Isn't that great. I applaud you for uh, being willing to do a deep dive into the comment streams on social media. I've, <laughs> I've never just, it's never really interested me or whatever. Maybe it's because of my age or, but so you've, you've done the deep dive into the comment streams and, and yeah. you're finding that it's helping your campaign. Yeah, because I, I have a desire to really connect with people on a deep level. It doesn't matter what walk of life you are. It doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with me. Uh, I really want to get to know you as a person. And I think that's biblical. Jesus Christ mm-hmm. calls us to, you know, get to, you know, feed my sheep and, and also uh, steer them in the right direction, right? Well, you yeah. can't do that unless you actually make a real human connection with, with people. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to do from a genuine perspective, heart to heart. I want to get to know people and I want to show them the, the, the right way, the, the, the biblical way of how we should be living life and you know what's the best archet um you know setup for humanity to to live and we're, we've been trying it the other way for a very long time for decades and decades and our lives have only gotten worse right I, it's time to show people hey we need to do it god's way you know i've just gk do you, have you ever heard the name gk chesterton no he was a journalist in the early tw- english journalist uh, british journalist in the early 20th century you might want to look him up on google sometime okay. and uh, look at some of his quotes but uh, what you just said about how you do the deep dive into the comment streams on social media reminds me of him because I think it, were he alive today, he he would take he would probably take your approach. He really loved. No, oh, did we lose Mike? It's okay. And a court. Oh, there he is. Okay, something. Am I back? Oh, you're back. All right, great. Yeah, we just had a power thing here in uh, in in Maine. Probably Jezebel Janet. Did, kills. did Biden shut off your power already? Yeah, I was going to say Jezebel Janet kills our governor. <laughs> she probably messing with my power. She doesn't want this message getting out there. But G.K. Chesterton was what I did. You hear me say I, that? I heard the name. Yeah. Yeah. So what I said after that was that he uh, lived in the uh, and wrote in the early 20th century. He was a British journalist, and he really enjoyed the give and take of debate and uh, discussion, especially with people he disagreed with, with, with his enemies. Sounds like you do that uh, on social media. I really try to, um, you know, obviously when you're coming into contact with someone from the radical left, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult, right? Cause they go to the emotions so quickly and if they ever feel like they're losing a debate, so to speak, um, they just immediately start attacking your character and your person, right? So it's difficult to break through uh, to those people. But anyone else that is more rational, yeah, we can have we can have civilized discussions. And most of the time, they walk away seeing a lot of things my way. I've I've literally converted some Democrats. They're like, you know what? I'm voting for you. I never voted Republican before, but you make a lot of sense. And the fact that you're taking time to even talk to me on this personal level is the reason why uh, I'm going to vote for you. Good for you, Jonathan. That's awesome. So I'm going to pause. I'm gonna, Harry, you got a question or a point to make or somebody? I don't see anybody's hand up, but. Come on in here. If you uh, any other guests who are in here, any members of the studio audience, we're talking to Jonathan, Jonathan Wickman. He is a candidate for governor in Wisconsin. We got somebody raising their hand in there. Come on in here. Unmute. Well, tell us. I think it was Deanne. You need to unmute. You there? I guess she's working on it. All right, so uh, if you can unmute, just speak right up. What's that? 
All right. We don't have any audio. So uh, Spencer, bring up Jonathan's webpage for me. I wish I could see what's going on. Let's see. You lost your network connection, trying to reconnect. Can you let me in? Isn't technology fun, folks? Never <laughs> a lack of let's see, return rejoin. Okay. It's always always something happening. With, why can't uh, we live without it? Yeah, why can't we? We grew up I feel. without it. The, Dick and Deanne, I saw you trying to unmute there. Try and unmute again. There you go. Go, go, go. Talk, talk, talk. I guess there's something wrong with your microphone. All right, here is Jonathan Wickman's website. Look at that handsome young man. And uh, so... At the, go ahead and leave it at the top there. I want to ask him a question about his, his slogan at the top. The Republican candidate represents real people. So tell us a bit about unreal people. <laughs> um, yeah, the choice of words there, you know, really caught talking about the, the genuine desire uh, for the people that really love this country, right? Um, the ones that are ready to, to give and invest and, and work again, how the founding fathers set everything up. Uh, the ones that are just taking, and there's a lot of takers, right? The ones that are just sitting, sitting on their high knees, uh, you know, not doing a whole lot. And now with all these stimmy checks, this seems like this, the government is just making that easier and easier to do. Uh, that's yeah. not what made this country great. And that's definitely not what's going to make Wisconsin great. So I really want to get back. Like I said, that's why I take time to really speak with people one on one is we have to have a real approach, a genuine approach. That's the only way we're going to get out of this mess. If we can't start speaking the truth and talk about the real issues uh, and start bringing people together instead of dividing then we have lost the republic that's right so scroll on down spencer i want to read something you wrote uh scroll on down scroll on keep up stop 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 go up go up go up uh click on health and vaccines there you go mm-hmm. i'm just going to look down here folks and read for a minute so f- forgive me uh this is jonathan writing i believe in the human immune system as designed by our creator, Jonathan, you crossed the line. You're talking religion there. You're bringing religion <laughs> and politics in. Yeah. Hold, hold your thought. I want to finish reading what you wrote. Go ahead and okay. spin that around for me again. All right. With, with an increasing emphasis on nutrition to keep our immune system strong, we can eradicate many health issues. I feel we must be willing to do the work and research on an individual level. On the subject of vaccines, I feel that that is to be left to personal choice. Learn about the mRNA shot risk. Two questions for you, um, Jonathan. You mentioned the creator, which, of course, is illegal in, in the United States of America because we obviously uh, have to separate church church or religion from state. We cannot bring the two together. So, you, viol- you, you know, they're coming for you. The FBI is going to be knocking on your door, buddy, at the end of this show. And then the other – so I want you to comment on that. The other thing I want you to comment on is – uh, educate us on this mRNA risk issue. What are the risks? So, so go ahead, hit us with that creator uh, answer. Sure. Well, before I decided to, to run for governor, I'm very open about this. I understood, uh, like I said, I'm not new to politics per se. I, while I have never held a position in politics, I've been studying and following politics for 13 years, uh, religiously, uh, three to four hours a day. Um, have a lot of mentors too, many different industries. So I have a really good network around me. Um, so, I, you know, before I jumped into this, I spent a lot of time in prayer, three days exactly. And I said, God, I, I know I'm up against the establishment. I know both 
both sides are going to to attack me, right? But I have a clear vision. I understand what we need to do to protect Wisconsin and and you know save the state, really. Um, but I'm not going to be able to do it all on my own. In my own human strength, there's no possible way. And the story out of the Bible that came to me uh, really was a story of Gideon. And, you know, you already know the story of Gideon, but mm-hmm. what was interesting about that is it's a man's term. The fact that he kept weeding people out from the army and whittling it down all the way to, you know, a few hundred men. It was it was just bizarre. No general, no strategist would say you could ever win that way. But again, the reason for this is because God did that so that he would get the glory, uh, you know, when they did win the battle. And that's the same thing that's developing right now. I started literally from zero. No one knew who I was. In a matter of, you know, 12 months, I have over 350,000 people that are following my campaign, a whole organizational structure, people raising their hand. Hey, I want to be a leader in this county and help you out, right, and get Mm -hmm. the message out. So -hmm. this is really God moving, and it's for his purpose. I I fully believe the time is short. And so there's twofold to my, my mission here. Yes, it's running for governor and by God's grace winning, but at the same time, leading souls or people to the author of life. And that's mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And that's, that's what I'm called to do. So I'm going to make a prediction right here. And now Jonathan Wickman, you are going to win next year. I told you. a, I told a young man your age last night at the uh, Kennebec County Republican committee meeting that uh, has just finished serving two terms uh, of the mayor as mayor of the city of Waterville. I said, uh, and, and he took it on the chin while he was mayor because of three word three words in a tweet uh, back when cancel culture was getting up a full head of steam. And he was he was fired by the bank that he worked for. He has five young children, scared him to death. It scared him to death. And I said to him last night, Nick, within 12 months, your background is going to be a political plus. And you are going to win next year. You're going to become governor. If you've got that many people who are showing an interest in you uh, with respect to social. Look, I've spent my life doing grassroots uh, political organizing. Those kind of numbers can't be overcome by money. If you continue to talk publicly the way you're talking on this show, just being open and transparent and honest and Christian, uh, you are going to win. You can't lose. You are going to win. We got somebody raising their hand. This is awesome. Now, maybe the audio will work. Go ahead. Can you hear me, Mike? We can hear you. Go. Awesome. Hi, Jonathan. I also um, have had a run-in with vaccine. Um, I have ended up with lymphedema off of it. Um, so when you get in as governor, what are your intentions as far as this, this vaccine and then pushing these vaccines? Oh, sure. It's not even my intention as governor. It's what I've been already doing as a candidate. So the the Assembly and Senate for 240 days were basically uh, idle. They allowed Tony Evers to run away with four back-to-back public health emergency orders, right, executive orders, completely unconstitutional. Uh, as the, my numbers started growing on Facebook, I used the platform that I had to put as much pressure as I could on key people within the Assembly and Senate. And I, I kind of know, I knew who the people were that, that were holding things up, right? And so I had to set the vision and the agenda and tell them and show them that in the state of Wisconsin, because they were a little bit behind the eight ball and what was going on here, the real agenda behind COVID-19 and how this really is a new control grid that's being rolled out, a full-fledged communist agenda for this yeah. country. And I can get into yeah. the other reasons why this is happening from a financial pers- I'm sorry, perspective. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, so I did that. And that's where, that's where all my podcasts and my videos were coming uh, through because I realized for me to win too, I have to educate the voters on both sides. They, there's a huge knowledge gap 
and them understanding what's really going on. And I don't want some slick speaking politician that's going to absolutely do nothing, right? Uh, weasel their way in uh, on false promises because we can't afford that. They will be the end of us if, if we do that. So everything that I've, the pressure I've been putting out there is actually already generating the assembly to put forth uh, similar bills to what Ron DeSantis is, is working on there in Florida that will prevent the uh, people from having to, you know, the, from mandating the vaccine, right? The COVID-19 from a private st- standpoint and then a public standpoint. So they're putting in those bills. The problem was really how I got launched in some ways. I started my campaign uh, May of, of last year. <laughs> And then things got so bad. Everyone probably remembers what happened in Kenosha with the fires. And you saw that, right? BLM, yeah. Mike and all yeah. that. Kenosha made oh, news. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, the young man, and the young man there, the hero. What's his name? Kyle Ritten. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so when Kenosha burnt down and then everything that a current governor, Tony Evers, you know, had to say about it, basically taking the side of, of the terrorist, if you will, uh, that threw everyone into a complete rage. And so... We're standing there looking at the GOP like, okay, what's it going to take for you guys to recall this guy? First of all, he's obviously anti-American. He's, he's anti-Wisconsin, right? He's totally a puppet put, you know, put into place for the specific agenda. Uh, what, what are we doing? And there was absolutely literally no leadership coming down from the GOP. No word on this. And so someone been bought know, off, Jonathan, they've been <laughs> bought off. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. So, someone, someone, you know, randomly a, a concerned citizen, maybe not the, the perfect background for it, but you know, this person's stood up and started a recall process, really, and actually filed the paperwork. Um, regardless of, of that, you know, would I have preferred that the Republican Party had the, the process of, yeah, the thing was, they came down, they were trying to squash it, saying, no, recalls don't work. Um, you know, we're not going to do that. Well, again, look at uh, Newsom Mountain, California. What does a governor have to do to to be challenged and recalled? I mean, Scott Walker got recalled for something even you know sillier than that. But we have Tony Evers. Oh, no, we can't recall him. So but during the recall, I said, you know, if this should be successful, I will be the candidate. I will you know challenge Tony Evers and go against him. And so as they were pushing this recall out during August, uh, they started up in August. You know, obviously, my name is, is out there. The group grew to um, 90,000 people were in the recall group. So 90,000. Right. And then all around the state. So that's how I formed a quick base because I was the only one being vocal and verbal about what was really going on, how the enemy was attacking us and how we had to defend from it. So I saw how, where it was leading to. And then of course the mask mandate, you know, that came into play, right? A part of the emergency orders. And I was fighting that on the city council level uh, in my own County, Milwaukee here. And I was watching their live video streams and it was a joke. You know, there's one guy that pretended like he was kind of not okay with, with what was going on with the mask mandate and everyone just fall, you know, fell in line and just boom. Uh, yes, we vote yes, mask mandate. And sure enough, I said, you know, in about two or three weeks, maybe a little longer, the conditioning of this is going to set in. And what I was really concerned about were the children, you know, how it's going to impact children long term, uh, especially you know, within the school system and stuff. And now here we are today, more, you know, a year later, and people still won't take their mask off. Oh, it's hideous. I, yeah. I was just, it's hideous. I can't believe how evil it is. It just drives me crazy. I was... Right. So, so, so I said, okay, so they condition you to wear a mask. Now, of course, what do we see? Um, you know, the, the fast track to the, to the COVID-19 vaccine, the Pfizer under the emergency, you know, uh, authorization, they could rush these things out. The testing was a joke that they didn't do any testing on this. And I've been following again, because of my vaccine, you know, injury, I have been closely following the, 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 again, the science, so to speak of vaccines. And it's, it's ridiculous. It's a joke. 
it's a lot of it is based on lies, honestly, but they're getting away with it. And it's a billion dollar industry. It's all about money again. Right. And so they're forcing this down everyone's throat. The media is pushing it real hard. Is this the only way back to normal? And then of course it wasn't about just the vaccine in your health. Now you need to show your papers that you actually received it in order to get back into normal society again. If you want to go to a ball game, if you want to enter into grocery stores, right. And Israel of all countries is the worst right now on this. Literally, I, I see actual, you know, live videos of uh, people in Israel saying how bad it is. I mean, they're actually grocery stores you can't get into without the, the past. Sorry, Mike, you got me amped up now. I see you want to jump in there. But yeah, no. so I've been fighting as much as I can to, to hedge Wisconsin. So, so, John, so, so a Wickman administration, there's not going to be any there's, there's not going to be any vaccine uh, passports under a Wickman no, administration. No, zero. And that's why I was and so also impressed. there's not going to be any mandatory vaccinations either. Now, no. how are you going to how are you going to stop these airlines? from keeping good people from flying. Yeah, that's 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 a tricky question, honestly, because you have some some overlap there in, in the the federal side, right? FAA, so it, we can only control so much in the state level. But what I can control in the state level, for sure, we we're not going to implement that. But before we so, get on the before we get on the on airlines, one last thing. So as a candidate, right, I knew the step that we had to unwind the uh, the back to back emergency orders. And so what happened was, with the, finally putting enough pressure on the on the assembly and senate to do something, there were some good people, and I give credit to where credit's due, Senator Steve Ness and Andre. Jock and a few others uh, are good people. They, they are good, right? Sometimes maybe I just feel like they didn't know what was really happening, the fear as well. But they finally got a joint resolution together and we got it passed. We, we called all the representatives. You know, I, I put out the content information. We emailed them, phone called them. I sent video message personally to a few Democrats that were maybe on the fence about it, that we we're trying to flip over. We got it done and it actually passed. And within one hour, Tony Evers, right after it knocked down, Tony Evers wrote another executive order. So of course, because there's that conflict, it had to go to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, which it did. So I'm like, okay, great. Hopefully, maybe, right? They draw, they, their feet, they dragged their feet forever on that. And I'm like, oh boy. So the problem judge was Brian Hagedor. I said, we got to put pressure on him because he's the swing vote. And that's exactly. That's exactly how it played out. Again, calling Brian Hanger, flooding him, thousands, thousands of emails. You and call. We, we broke, we broke his voicemail machine, you know, you there. The, we broke it because I put, put on my Facebook, call him now. Boom. Everyone did. I have loyal supporters. I love my supporters. And so we did. And sure enough, they finally moved, you know, a week or two later. And then sure enough, he was a swing vote four to three and they knocked it down. And, it, and then Tony Evers was done, you know, couldn't you, do anything more. You know, and what then you the, get. You know what and, you get, Jonathan, that the rhinos in the Republican Party have drained out hmm. of the grassroots uh, people of goodwill in the Republican Party is you get you understand that politics isn't about being polite and right. nice. Right. Politics is about confrontation and disagreement at a fundamental level. And if you can't resolve those fundamental disagreements politically, then you end up in warfare. You end up in kinetic warfare. Politics Correct. is the last step before war. It's true. And you get that. And you're, you, the other thing you get, which is very important for our viewers and listeners to understand about your candidacy and about your instinct, is you understand the Internet and the power of these platforms. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you. we got to go to a break. But when we come back for the break, Jonathan, I want to pick your brain about big tech and fake book and Dorsey and <laughs> you, you goo tube and goo, you know, giggle. And I want, I, I, I have a sense that you have some strong uh, informed opinions about what's coming for these companies and what we can do to fix this, this uh, problem with them uh, violating our 
rights. Mm -hmm. They're violating the rights of every human on the planet now. I mean, this right. is beyond a monopoly problem. It's beyond that. This is mm -hmm. this is a fundamentally human problem with the soul and with reason. These are uh, companies that have been able to amass so much power that they are literally interfering with our opportunity to be fully human, to be fully human. They're making us into animals by controlling us using their algorithms. And oh, goodness, you got me preaching. We're going to take a break <laughs> for two minutes. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Jonathan Wickman, uniquely equipped to answer our questions and inform us on what's going on with big tech. He's also a candidate for governor. He's going to be the next governor of the great state of Wisconsin. So, you know, you, stay tuned, be with us on the other side of the break, just two minutes and support these folks who support this show. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. But do it today. At the McClario Firm, it all starts with family. We're here to serve you and your family online or in person. Call today for a free consultation. The McClario Firm, your law firm for life. Start. Pornography is a destructive force. It destroys individuals, families, and fuels the out-of-control demand for sex trafficking. 45% of Christian families say porn is a problem in their home, but why aren't churches and public schools talking about this? Fear. People who view porn think they're the only one. It's a lie. Statistically, more people view porn than who do not and struggle in silence. www.lynnfrederick.com. You can find the book I wrote about my own battle with porn and the presentations that I do for churches and public schools. lynnfrederick.com. Tired of bad news? Do the teenagers in your life need a break from social media and mind-numbing entertainment? Wouldn't it be great to inspire them to connect with God and others and to live outside their phones? The Off the Itinerary series by M. Liz Boyle does just that, and reviewers love the blend of adventure and Christian themes. Readers enjoy the action-packed stories and relatable characters. Go to mlizboyle.com for discussion guides and purchase links. All right, we've only got another 30 minutes with the next governor of Wisconsin, Jonathan Wickman, whose day job is helping people grow their uh, business using the Internet. So he is able to talk with us and inform uh, about and, and inform us on the uh, issues with big tech. Jonathan, I don't know if you followed it. I wish I could have followed it more deeply, but uh, DeSantis's move at the state level against big tech, good or bad in your opinion? 
Oh, I think, I think it's good. Absolutely. Here's my opinion. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and, and the likes, right, have shown their true intention. Uh, what really bothers me the most is this country has given them the opportunity to become what they become. And I understand when you go into business and in corporation, you're for profit. And unfortunately, it seems like the only motivation there is for profit, right? But we need responsible corporations that are loyal, uh, to the American citizens. So for them to have gotten compromised and, and actually work against the citizens, you're now the enemy, in my opinion, of America. They are right? the enemy. They they're, are the enemy. And we should treat you. We should treat yeah. you as such. They're traitors. Yeah. They're totally. terrorists. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think what he's doing is absolutely the right thing to do. Uh, because here's why. You know, there's some conditioning, right? As much as people want to get off Facebook, it's like it still pulls them back in. They, they can't quite leave, right? Because there's such a huge uh, audience there. Uh, it, it's a necessary evil right now for me because that's how I'm reaching the most people. And, it, you know, it's working, right? So it can be used for good and bad. But the fact that, of course, I mean, Facebook has shadow banned a few things. They've actually, it's been quite good. Uh, I've been surprised how much I've gotten away with for the things I've been sharing for truth. Uh, maybe someone, you know, behind the scenes is looking out but for Jonathan, me. But Jonathan, but <laughs> Jonathan, here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the problem for a guy like you. Um, it's working for you today, but because of how this technology works, they could literally destroy everything you've built in a nanosecond, they all they could. have to do, all they have to do is turn it off. They could. So, it, so, so you could reach. So you could reach a critical point in your campaign, mm -hmm. and in your campaign, you're going to lose if at that critical point in your campaign they turn you off. Maybe. I, again, I am using it as initial introduction, but I am physically going to every county and meeting with people face to face, kind of the old school, you know, way of, of, of campaigning, right? Um, so at some point we'll hit critical mass. And again, there, you know, I'm a, I believe there's going to be some big backers and we'll be able to get traditional media going as well, mailers, you know, too. So it's all in God's hand at the end of the day. I just have to yeah. keep doing what I'm doing, you know? The other thing I worry about when it comes to Facebook is if they turn you off, it breaks your system, your logistics. It completely shatters the logistics of your campaign. Well, and we, to a degree, we do have an offline uh, mailer list database that we are collecting, you know, people's as well. But yeah, it is not as as big as my Facebook audience right now. For it's sure, very, it's very evil for these companies to. And it's illegal, actually. I think it that's is. the point. I think yeah. that's the point DeSantis is making. When it comes to politics in in, an, in a country where we have a First Amendment to the United States Constitution, which gar which guarantee which protects my right and your right as an individual American citizen to campaign and to uh, articulate our vision, our ideas without interference, mm -hmm. and leave. And the reason that's there is so that people can make up their minds, so they can be exposed to the, to a diversity of ideas, and then they can vote, they can make up their own minds. That's one of the things that makes America unique and great. Right. And these and these companies have proven over the last five years that they are on the they're not American companies. They they've got the paper, they're organized, they've got the lawyers, they're making the money, but they're not American. Right. They're, com they're communists. They are. Um, and so that leads us into the financial component, the stuff that I know best on this. And the reason uh, why these companies aren't so scared is because true capitalism has left this country a long time ago. If you did something like this or you made a terrible product and it was injuring or hurting people, right? Or like the Boeing 37 Max, uh, where they had calculated X amount of planes that were just going to go down. And we saw the two that went down, right? The thing is, they don't, they don't care about that so much anymore because they have the full backing of the Federal Reserve behind them. So they know that they're 
their stock will always get propped up. And that's exactly what happened. They barely took a dent in their stock price because, you know, billions of dollars gets funneled in out of thin air to prop up their stock price. We need to get rid of this idea of too big to fail, right? We Nothing's too big to fail. Well, it's- the sad thing, the crazy thing about that, Mike, is the entire monetary system globally, but more specifically the U.S. dollar, actually was designed to fail. And it all goes back to 1913 Federal Reserve Act. And whenever you go into centralized banking, usually yeah. communism flows out from there. It takes a while to develop because they always start off, you know, looking like the good guys. They're connected to a gold standard, right? Something honest, right? But then 1971, Nixon, you know, closed that gold window permanently uh, because once again, politicians and government are getting greedy, expanding the size of government, offering, you know, more promises to people, buying votes, right? right. And the right. honest monetary system was checking them and saying, no, you can't do that. And so France and other people saying, hey, we want our gold back. I think there's too many dollars in circulation. We want our physical gold. The gold started flowing out of the country at such a rapid pace that they had to close that that uh, gold window, right? And so then we went to a true uh, fiat currency. And if you look at the history of true fiat currencies, they don't last more than 40 years. Now, the reason we last a little bit longer than normal is we got onto a petrodollar. And then the full force of the United States military was there to force the using of the U.S. dollar. That's what the whole Middle East wars were about, right? So when you yeah. follow the money you realize, uh, wow, how many lies there really are. And so, like I said, in September of 2019, the repo market broke again, just like it did prior to the 2008 financial crash. The thing that's different from now compared to then is the asset bubble that was blown was mainly isolated to the mortgage-backed securities, okay? Mm -hmm. The problem is now there's asset bubbles literally in every place you can imagine, okay? Real estate, the stock market, U.S. treasuries, which is very dangerous, corporate debt, personal debt, uh, student loan debt. It goes on and on and on, okay? Yeah. So because it's a debt-based uh, monetary system, they cannot contract. They have to absolutely continue to expand. So, you know, Janet Yellen and, of course, uh, Jerome Powell and all these, Ben Bernanke, they'd always, like, pretend, like, oh, we can raise interest rates. They can't. We can never normalize interest rates ever again. That means they're going to have to obliterate the, the dollar. And China knows this. That's why China has gone full head, you know, steam ahead, uh, buying as much physical gold as they could get their hands on. They built the Silk Road. They're building infrastructure to bypass the U.S. dollar in trade. They're going to do it in the yuan. They'll probably do it in the euro. The euro is not any better, right? But that's what they're doing because they know that the world reserve currency status, the United States dollar, is going to go away soon. And when it does, our entire living standard as Americans is going to collapse like we've never experienced before. And we're not going to just come out of it just like that. And if you have the wrong leadership in government and, of course, as president, the time it takes for you to dig your way out of that is going to be immensely long and immensely painful and real lives will be lost. And that's why I'm running for governor. Imagine folks living on uh, where uh, a gallon of milk is 10 bucks a gallon. I, what's your thought on this, Jonathan? Do you think or burgers hyper- ninety? Look at Venezuela, ninety thousand Bolivar back in the day. Okay, and what people understand is if you look at Venezuela's stock market, it started do it was like this, right? As their currency was was hyperinflating, their stock market was going like this. Their stock market reached five hundred thousand points. You know, we're looking at the Dow here, thirty eight thousand, give or take, right? 500,000 people are like, oh, that's great. We must be rich. No, because on the street, a burger it was ninety thousand Bolivar. Imagine paying ninety thousand dollars for a burger. Jonathan, do you think the United States is going to experience that kind of, you know, Zimbabwe, Venezuela style hyperinflation? Or are we going to see uh, heavy duty inflation, but it's going to peak at some point and we're we're and then we're going to sort of because we are the United States of America still is pretty unique in the world. But so yeah. what do, you think? Do, you, do you think we go hyperbolic 
My gut, based on what they're trying to impose right now from a tyrannical authoritarian measure, the, the fact, the measures that they're trying to, to put forth right now tells me that the outlook or picture for America is very bad and very bleak. Yeah. And they know and the reason they're doing this is because there's so many millions of Americans that are armed, right? So, you know, we talked about BLM and Antifa and kind of what they're, you know, rioting. They're paid to, you know, to riot and to and be terrorists, right? Imagine when good, honest, middle class Americans who are armed lose everything and their way of life, right? Imagine what they're going to do when they're looking, you know, they want someone, they want some people to hang for this now, right? So now yeah, they're scared and this is what they're scared about because they know that they've done American people wrong like you cannot believe the amount of um, atrocities that they committed against us. They know that literally they should be hung for treason because that's how bad it is. Because you know, millions, tens of millions of lives are just going to be devastated and there'll be no return. You have 50 million Americans already on some sort of government uh, program. You know, welfare program, whether that's yeah. food, housing assistance, right? Um, look at what happened when we locked down. Within two to three weeks, everyone was having their hands out to the government for a STEMI check. They didn't yeah. have savings to to last one month. Okay, the United States economy, as pre-COVID, was roughly sixty percent service based, roughly forty percent manufacturing production. So, I, Jonathan, I'm I'm hearing you predict zombie apocalypse. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, then you look at the mentality of your average American and how they're still going along with this mass thing. Do you really think they're going to fight back or do anything when they have no, no access to food? Right? The the military's on the street saying, "Here's your ration for the day." So no. they're just gonna they're just gonna roll over and die in their home. Wave the white flag and call it a day. They're gonna, that's they're just gonna... Americans, I believe it. When you touch their food supply, when they don't know where their next meal is coming from, that's how they bring you to your knees and push you into communist for, for, for full control. Yeah, absolutely. Got a question, Mike? Go, Harry. With with the people that that we talk to, uh, the the picture you paint is identical, except how do you going to keep the armed Americans? from standing up and saying, enough is enough. We're taking it back. So they're not going to just roll over. Well, I'll I'll tell, I hear your point on that. Okay. And, you know, I, obviously I've infiltrated some groups, big second amendment guys, and these guys are rah, rah, my guns. I've got, you know, 100 guns and tens of thousands of ammo. Right. But then these are the same people. And I've seen it happen that will, you know, before they enter the grocery store, put their mask on big, strong, burly men will put their mask on going into a grocery store. Like, Oh, I'm some alpha male. No, you're not. You're a little beta. And so you think an army, you know, whoever it is pointing guns at you, all of a sudden you're going to start shooting back. It's not, see, listen, if China really is behind this, China is amazing at strategy. I, I'm, I love strategy, right? That's what I'm good at, policies and strategy. So China looks 100 plus years down. They've been on this a lot longer than America has. So they'll take the initial hit up front in the short term to give you a checkmate down, down the road for hundreds of years, right? That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So they allowed us to use their slave labor, you know, send the cheap goods to give us that nice feeling that we're rich and blah, 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 as they suck all the infrastructure manufacturing out of this country, leaving us completely destitute, right? And then mm-hmm. when they pull that pin, it's game over. So I don't believe that many people are going to rise up and fight back, especially when they're staring into the eyes of their children or their wife, where they're saying, you know, we're hungry. You can't eat guns and you can't eat ammo. Yeah. Where I think, uh, Jonathan, we're headed is, I was shocked when Trump stepped up to run and I was shocked with the way he ran. And I was I was really pleased with how he uh, managed his presidency, though. I mean, there's disappointments and whatever. He was not well served, I, don't, I think, by his staff. 
But uh, Trump, to me, is an example of what may happen that could be a little bit more hopeful and that may head off a zombie apocalypse in the United States of America. Not saying it's going to happen. Everything you've said is is we uh, we can we can end this and, we can end this tomorrow mike we can end this tomorrow the, the problem is though okay here's the thing for in the state for example we know what tony evers did was completely unconstitutional and even on borderline you know we talk about traitor stuff right we have the same we have the same same thing in maine with yeah Belgian and michigan Hills. michigan's yeah. terrible too um the the sheriffs right constitutional sheriffs have the ability to arrest and remove such tyrants that would defy rule right. of law right the problem is no one will do it that's right. Okay. So when the checks and balances have completely fallen apart, then we are in the situation that we're in. And they just and, stole the presidential election. And Jack exactly. Dorsey if you can turn, and, if you yeah, can right. turn a president of the you know, United States off of a social media platform, like he's nothing, then you, that tells us what, who really owns America? Who's making the rules? It's right. not the president. Yeah. Do you think that there's, uh, do you see the, any kind of potential? Nobody knows the future, right? So, uh, do you see the potential rising in uh, of any kind of uh, significant backlash against uh, the left against Biden? Do you see that? Um, yes, I, I, I see it now. I think it is happening, especially when he canceled the Keystone Pipeline. Right. Mm-hmm. People are like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, why can't America be energy independent? You know, yeah. e- even some questions there. So every from day one, it shows how anti-American Biden administration is. And again, why is he president of the United States then? You know, right. China should just welcome him in and he should go, you know, rule over a little, you know, a county over there. Not America. That's not what right. America is founded on. Right. Deanne, so, you raised your hand. Go. Yeah. Jonathan, you were just talking about how um, the lower people can help get uh, certain people out of office. Have you ever heard of Matt Truella? In the yeah, I'm, fr- I'm friends with him. Abs- yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Okay. I, know him. Mm-hmm. I was just going to suggest that if you hadn't. Yeah. His lesser magistrate book, amazing book and everything that he says is spot on. Yep. We've had a meeting together and, and spoken and uh, awesome, awesome man of God for sure. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Complete your thought on China. You were talking about. Okay. So, so China is in this for the long game. And, you know, I think indirectly we might already be flying under their flag and we just don't know it yet. And that's what I'm really uh, scared to death of here. But if you look at, um, you know, the debt that was a question, see, people think we're, is China debt? No, actually the numbers do you really tell them up? China owns a certain portion, but this huge gap in between our national debt that we have right in the deficit, it's all being financed out of fictional thin air. The Federal Reserve prints it out of thin air, digital, uh, in the screen, right? Gives it to uh, the, the Treasury to spend, right? They take the T-bonds, right? But it's this, it's this uh, closed loop that just keeps happening. But they keep uh, increasing the, the base currency. So what you're seeing happen right now is as, as an economy starts to shrink its production, its ability to produce, the example I give is you put a glass fishbowl over our state or the country, right? Nothing can come in, nothing can come out. Whatever you produce or don't produce, that's all you can consume within your country. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you take that everything that China does off the table, right, take everything Mexico does off the table. What is America actually what can we can produce and how quickly can we do it? And do we have the skilled labor to do it? Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. So when you have such little supply, but you have so much currency chasing it, that's where you have the exponential price increase. And we're already seeing it. We're seeing the lumber, copper, food prices, energy. Right. It goes on and on and on. We are in a, we are for real. We have surpassed the housing bubble of 2008. I have a friend who's a mortgage, uh, you know, back security broker here. And he said, mm-hmm. Jonathan, you can't even, you, you, you know, try and buy a house. You have to bid 15, 20, 30,000 above ask to maybe have a shot at buying a home. Yeah. On top of our artificial high prices. I just found out that my brother's, uh, place, 
was bid on. He just put it up for sale. And the uh, uh, bid that won was $75,000 over the asking price. Correct. Um, Harry, you had your hand up. Go. So everybody talks about the, the president, you know, which is fake, as we all know, uh, and several other politicians that fall right in line. But I never hear anybody talking about if anything can be done about the people that control them. It's, you know, okay, those are the ones that are in our face, but they're not the ones that pull the strings. They're just the puppets on the other end. Is there anything that can be done with the, with the money people that are called shots? So here's the thing. The, the way to get out of this is, is we have to opt out of their system. Okay. When you're playing a game with a cheater, okay, you're never going to win. So you have to opt out, opt out of the game altogether. So what I have been proposing publicly and actually trying to tell the Assembly and Senate, you know, they're never going to listen to me, but I want on public record that I said this because this is the right strategy. The first thing to do is we actually, Tennessee is doing this. What we need to do at the state level right here, we have to protect our state. D.C. is kind of a lost cause in my opinion. I'm all about just protecting our state. We have to clear out from the local level, even down to the school boards. I mean, that's bad, right? I'm I'm going to testify in my own county school board about this mask mandate. And they are just as much tyrants as the governor you know, going all the way up the chain. So we have to start here, protect the state of Wisconsin. But when it comes to the monetary system, we, in the Constitution, right, you look back into it, they define money, right, the dollar as X amount of gram of silver. They said money should only be gold and silver. That's that's there. The founding fathers knew this, and they knew why they did it on a specific reason there. So the states have the constitutional right uh, to actually start to, um, investing a portion of their rainy day funds into physical gold and silver silver bullion. Now that's been frowned upon, and the 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 um the uh, treasurer treasurer will not do it because they've been told not to. Because here's why: if every state started to put a portion of their Federal Reserve notes into physical gold and silver bullion, the price would explode. And when the gold prices explode, it's just showing the weakness of the dollar. So mm-hmm. it's dollars a product, and they're trying to hide the weakness as long as they can. But it's manifesting in inflation every other thing we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. So eventually you're not going to be able to deny it because like what you said, you know, milk, you know, $10, bread, 10, you know, crazy numbers, right? And mm-hmm. people who are fixed income or low income, they can't even afford it anymore. That's why they'll say, hey, we need to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now it's $25 an hour. That's all a root cause of a failed monetary system. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is we want to protect our purchasing power at the state level, invest right now in physical gold. All individual people should be opting out of the dollar every chance they get. And the last distraction that was created for this was cryptocurrency. Now, Bitcoin, okay, whatever people think of it, the blockchain technology behind it, yes, I see the value in that. But Bitcoin, as what it is, it stands today, is not worth $58,000, $60,000 a coin. That's nonsense. So even cryptocurrency market is in a hyper bubble, and that's because all this stimmy money, all this cash is chasing digits right now, digits in the computer. That's all it is. It's bizarre. It's a bizarre world we live in. So you would uh, uh, put gold, you would have the state of Wisconsin as governor, you would have the state of Wisconsin start buying silver bullion and gold. Exactly. Saving our rainy day fund in that because it is a guarantee that the Federal Reserve is is going to decimate the dollar. So whether it's a year, two years, three years, four years from down from the road, that physical holding that we have will retain its purchasing power. So for infrastructure, roads, whatever we need to spend on, it'll probably have doubled in value, maybe tripled, right? So while every other state is crunching, they're having to cut more people, lay off people because their budgets are so constrained and they're looking to the federal government for indirect ballot again, right? Which is technically illegal, but because they can't print their own money, here 
here we are, we're self-sufficient. We don't have to take bribes from the federal government. And that's what they are, bribes to do more of their evilness, right? We have weathered the storm because we, we saved our purchasing power in physical gold and silver. So that's step one. And Tennessee's already has that on the books. Tennessee's doing it. It's zero, I think it's 0777 is their bill. If you want to look that up. Uh, but yeah, 40% of the rainy day fund um, investing into physical gold bullion. But Jonathan, you're saying that, that the state level, okay, that's fine. But what about the individuals? Where do we go? You need you need to protect your and, and protect yourself individually. And like I said, everyone can buy physical silver, physical gold, right? Have a listen. Everyone got caught with their pants down uh, last year with even just basic food reserves. Look how fast those grocery stores were emptying out, right? How how gappy those are happening. There is a real agenda right now. What's going on in place? Look at what Bill Gates wants to do with meat. He wants to cut meat out altogether. He wants to allow you to have one burger a month. And he wants to eat his synthetic garbage goo the rest of your life. You know what I'm talking about, Mike, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I, fought, yeah I saw that. <laughs> that's what they, it, that's how little they think of you. That you know, that's the slaves that we are. And, and, that, and, that, and that gets to the and that gets to Harry's other, uh, earlier question, which is uh, why aren't people talking about the powers behind the Bidens and behind the the politicians who are out? There? A lot of people don't know. You know, they, they've done a good job at at you know screening. Right? People just can't look at that puppet figurehead and think, oh, he's the, he's the problem. And that's the beautiful beautiful thing of an evil system. If you can design it that way, then you can swap out these puppets all day long. You know, Republican, Democrat doesn't matter, and nothing ever changes because well, the real the owners. Here's the way it's been for uh, my career. They they use this. They throw out this word conspiracy theorist. I hate that Whenever word. you want, whenever you, in politics you begin to meaningfully and seriously discuss the United Nations or the World Economic Forum or I Rothschilds. Mean, back, yeah, the Rothschilds. Kissinger. The, the Illuminati. I mean, you 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 say certain words. Sure. They throw out conspiracy theory, and every American turns their brain off. But now I think that's changing, Jonathan. And comment on this. I think that. Uh, the American people in the tens of millions are willing to think about the Rothschilds and talk about it and the Illuminati and talk about it. They're wondering what in the world, where did this come from? They're they asking themselves, where did this come from? Are you mm-hmm. seeing evidence Mike, of that? Mike, we think about it. We talk about it. We know it's there. But nobody's got an answer. Well, nobody, talk doesn't do much. I'm not sure if it's no one has an answer, but no one has the spine to go into action to remove the evil people. That's what it is. So, you know, if I, it's also gaining the perception of that you're in the right to do so. You know, if we went, you know, everyone was thinking Trump was going to go around and arrest all these people, right? Never, never happened. But that's really, until you remove the psychopaths from their power, they're going to keep inflicting harm. And I'm willing to say that publicly right now. And I've said before, until we remove them from power and try them, just like we did in, in Nazi Germany, right? At the war, right? The same thing's happening. Nothing's going to change for humanity. And Am so I still they, here? Yeah, you're still here, Mike. Oh, good. We just lost power, so I'm running off the battery on my phone. But go All ahead. Right. Keep, keep continue. So if we phone. can't solve this through the political way, in a peaceful way, then when things degrade, it will go, it will turn violent. I mean, civil war is on the table, and then everyone loses under that scenario. Let's talk about, let, let's talk about that civil war, Jonathan. What do you th- I hear the term, but where, where are people going to plant their flags? Well, there there is a very small pocket of people like myself that will not give up my freedom for anything. doesn't matter. And so the Second Amendment is our last resort. And so if it comes to that, I am definitely going to stand and make my last stand. I'm not running. You know, I'm not going to run to Florida like some people say, oh, I'm going to go to Florida. Right. Well, that's nice. I I live in Wisconsin. I'm raised, you know, this is my home. So my last stand is here and I'm going to protect my home to the very end. But you can't move to other countries. It's a global agenda. Right. Yeah. It's literally a prison planet. 
Right. And so until point. humanity wakes up to the, to the and have consciousness level of this and realize, you know, it's a prison planet, right? Nothing will, nothing will change. It doesn't matter where you go. They're still going to inflict the same kind of agenda on you. Well, yeah. Jonathan, you just a little while ago, you, you talk like you didn't see the people rising up, that they would just lay down and quit. Well, now you're talking about very possibly a, an armed insurrection. A very small pocket. I mean, when you take the whole, you know, number of, of citizens, right, compared to who will actually do it, it's a small percentage. I mean, it's not the majority for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but sometimes it just takes people to have courage and to lead. And that's what I'm trying to do is be the example here in Wisconsin. You know, that's why when I knew, knew quickly that this was about control, and of course, I never wore the mask, not, not once, right? Uh, Cause I have an immune system and I'm very advocate, you know, Hey, that shot looks really iffy to me. I mean, it's still a choice. I mean, I guess if you want to take the risk, that's your choice, but I sure wouldn't do it. But just having that contrast made people change their minds and not do it. And I've had people reach out and say, yeah, because of your material. No, <laughs> I'm that's, not going to do it. That's why I'm running for governor uh, in Maine, uh, Jonathan, for the same, you just stated it very well. Uh, I ain't, mo- it's everywhere. It, mm-hmm. it is a prison planet. And, uh, this is my home. This is the home of my ancestors. And I'm not giving it up without a fight. Right. I'm not going to give it up. I'm not just going to walk away from Maine. It right. means too much to me and my family and my grandchildren. And, uh, this is my home and they mean to destroy it. People don't, yes. don't, they don't understand that. But these forces that are now at work in politics globally, they mean to, uh, not just disrupt, they mean to destroy what makes us human. They, they, they're putting us under a tech not Transhumanism. Yeah, it's a very real thing. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, and, and that's what, that's what's at the heart of this so-called scientific thing related to COVID. I call it the COVID cult. It's yeah. more like a religion than it is anything else. Oh, it's not totally. Science. Absolutely. It's not science. This is not and, science. And you did ask me that question earlier. I want to circle back. I know we're going to close out here, but I just want to say, so the mRNA, right? What I'm really concerned about uh, with this mRNA jab is what's happening is in our immune system, we have a wide spectrum immune system, right? God tells you created that way. So when a virus, you know, enters, right? We can identify, we can say, okay, here's what it is. It, you know, we, we, we'll, we'll deal with it, right? When people take this mRNA jab, what I'm concerned about is that it narrows the spectrum so it really goes like this and what i'm concerned about is when the next strain or mutation of you know basic coronavirus right will happen it's not it's not a new thing in the fall these people have had the shot their immune system will not catch it and it will just obliterate them literally mm-hmm. right they'll fail to catch it and they'll, they'll they'll get sick and die they won't have an immune system to fight it and then what will happen is they'll refeed into that narrative all over again oh look at this it's covid 2021 now okay see we're right mm-hmm. about this it's all the people that didn't mask. It's all the people that didn't get the shot. That's why everyone's dying now. Now we really got to lock down. And now we got to really make sure that you get the shot. And we're going to do it by force. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way humanity stays alive, you know? Yeah, what a what a grim thing. So we, we've got to rise up. We got to be human again. We can't give these people our humanity and our right. reason. For goodness sakes, it's so obvious, Jonathan, now that the forces that we're up against are against just basic reason. I had a guy last night at the uh, Republican meeting shake my hand after I spoke, and he, and he said just two words to me. He said, common sense, mm-hmm. common sense. Come on, folks. Don't you see what is happen- What is being done to you? They're taking away your common sense, and you are giving it to them every time you put on that muzzle right? and distance and refuse to push back 
when your elderly grandparents are kept hidden behind a plexiglass slab in a prison. Mm -hmm. We have got to wake up. And, and, and it's being normalized with the children. You know, I had a, ch a kid the other day, you know, a few months ago in, in the store, you know, five years old, look at me. He has a mask on, you know, look at me, ask me, why am I not wearing a mask? I mean, it's just, there you go. Next generation it's normalized and it's vicious. Here we go. It's yeah, it's pure. It's pure evil. We're talking with Jonathan Wickman. He's going to be the next governor of Wisconsin. We've gotten into some really grim and dark territory here. But uh, Jonathan has hope, as I said at the beginning of the show, he has faith and he's willing to lead us to the other side of this. And you need to be looking to connect with leaders like Jonathan Wickman. They're there. They're there. You can find you got to turn off CNN. You got to turn off MSNBC. You got to uh, push outside of what the algorithm is feeding you on Facebook. But they're there. They're everywhere. Leaders are everywhere. Good people, people uh, of goodwill are everywhere. They're in your neighborhood. I think about my neighborhood here in Maine. If I were always uh, watching CNN or something, I would think that the world was going to collapse tomorrow from global warming. But yeah. when I walk down the street and I look at the houses in my neighborhood, nothing has really changed. People right. still say hello. It's still, you know, it's, it's still pretty normal. So it, this is a propaganda thing. It's an information war that we're mm -hmm. in, and it is a war. And to the victor goes the internet. It's either going to be a surveillance instrument or it's going to be an instrument of freedom. Jonathan, I'm going to give you the last word. What do you say? Is the internet going to be, become a surveillance uh, weapon or is it going to be uh, an instrument that secures our freedom? Well, they definitely want to turn it into instrument of uh, surveillance. But the beautiful thing about, you know, being an entrepreneur and free markets is people that don't, smart people that don't agree with that, they'll build a new internet 2.0. You know, they will. That's based on freedom. Now, right? Yeah, it's happening. happening right now. So again, be encouraged. I, I'm not here about doom and gloom, right? The reason I put all that material out there is there are solutions, but we actually have to be willing to to tackle them and get into them. We can't play this political game, you know, like you're talking about within the establishment. Yeah. We have to get real action in momentum, like what Ron is doing down in Florida. Yeah. He's doing a yeah. great thing. We need we need everyone to do that in all the states. That's right. So, yeah. and uh, Jonathan needs your support. I need your support. You can pray for us. If you have some uh, some extra money, you can donate to uh, these causes. You can sign up even better and get into, involved with face-to-face -face volunteer efforts. For example, this weekend, I'm doing a, a honk and wave up way up north on the Canadian border. It gets you outside. There won't be any distancing, no masks. We're going to hold signs. We're going to smile. We're going to have fun. That's what you need to do in order to win this battle is become a human again. Don't yeah. go into the new normal. Keep going with normal, <laughs> not old or new, but just normal. Yeah. Use your common sense. Jonathan Wickman, thanks for being on WCN TV. Oh, my Live pleasure. Thanks for having me, Mike. Stream and uh, be sure to connect with Rob Pugh, the publisher of Wisconsin Christian News. And God bless you all. We'll see you next week for an even more exciting edition of Wisconsin Christian News Television.